This podcast sponsored by Cherry Hill Volvo. At Cherry Hill Volvo, we have absolutely incredible offers, incredible offers, and a plethora of both new and certified Volvos from which to choose. Join Cherry Hill Volvo for the pricing and attention you deserve. I am Judith Krupnik, president of Cherry Hill Volvo. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. WOGL HD3 Philadelphia from the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios where relationships matter. An Odyssey Station. The revolution will be broadcast. This is the next generation of talk. Now on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, Rich Zioli. Well, it is a busy, busy Monday morning, and I have to tell you, it's it's rare to have so much to talk about on a Monday, but we are loaded up, I can tell you that, loaded up with the Durham Report, inflation, obviously the Super Bowl, the halftime show, uh, celebrities without masks, Phil Murphy's explanation for why kids won't be in masks. It's a busy, busy show. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Glad you're here. Hope you had a great weekend. Happy Valentine's Day, 855-839-1210. And on Twitter, at Rich Zioli. Also, yes, Valentine's Day, a, a bloody day, a history of uh, of beheading and how we celebrate it with chocolate hearts is a little bit strange. But I'll give you some of the history on that as well. But it is a uh, Fugazi holiday. It is a Hallmark holiday. Nonetheless, you've got to do something for your wife because if you don't, she will notice. Right, Dawn? you got to do something. Oh, yeah. Got to do it. You better do something. So this morning, I get in my minivan, and they have roses and balloons and cards. Oh, So it's very nice. That's very nice. <laughs> very nice. In the darkness. <laughs> that's, that's very sweet of them. It I was, love that. That's it was great. so sweet. I love you too, guys. Aww. All right. But the, we're not loving this forecast. 18 degrees right now. Feels like 7 and a chilly forecast in store. And Zioli Show News Live, sponsored by Turn 7 this morning. So much happening. And we do have a breaking news story early this morning, less than two hours ago. Philadelphia police say a man was stabbed just outside of South Philadelphia Wawa store, and the man has died, we're told. So stabbing happened about 4.15, 4.30 in the morning, 1600 block of South Christopher Columbus Boulevard. The victim stabbed in his lower abdomen, rushed to Jefferson University Hospital, where police say he died. So right now, police, uh, those detectives, using store cameras to get a better description of a possible suspect, a possible motive, and that investigation continues. We have a reward that has increased in the search for this serial robber that has been targeting Rite Aid, Rite Aid stores across Philadelphia since uh, just before Thanksgiving. So this reward is now up to $15,000, and the Citizens Crime Commission speaking out, saying this guy wears, he, he he's, these are armed robberies. He wears New Balance sneakers with a white logo on it. Uh, they've released all kinds of surveillance video because he's wearing a specific type of hoodie, um, a Stay Smiley hoodie. So it's kind of unique. Uh, he flees in the scene in a four-door silver or gray sedan. So Rite Aid 
FBI now involved offering 15 grand. You can call 215-546-TIPS. That's the Citizen Crime Commission there. And we have some new COVID protocols beginning this morning for Philadelphia City workers who are unvaccinated. We'll be talking about that this morning. They have to double mask and do more frequent testing, even as uh, Dr. Fauci, you know, and, and many others are saying we're going, the cases are going way down. So we'll follow what's happening with Philadelphia City workers. Last chance, turn seven, liquidations has taken over 300,000 square feet to totally liquidate before their leases expire. Turn seven, Philadelphia Mills, Morristown Mall, every brand liquidated to the bare walls. Turn seven, liquidations. Our NBC 10 First Alert Forecast, sponsored by Exergen. Accuracy does matter, of course. And yes, we are in for a chilly forecast today. The high today, just 32 degrees for the high. It'll never feel like that with the wind chills. Tomorrow, we start this warm-up. Tomorrow, 38 degrees. By Wednesday, bright, sunny, beautiful. 53 degrees by your Wednesday. Thursday? It's going to be 65 degrees, but some rain moving in. So kind of a roller coaster weather-wise, but a chilly Valentine sponsored by Exergen, which agrees with a just-release study by the FDA confirming non-contact thermometers are not accurate. Their labels contain false info. Be sure, be accurate with Exergen thermometers backed by over 100 clinical studies. Learn more, exergen.com. This is Seoli Show News Live. Thank you, Dawn. 855-839-1210. So I'll give you an overview of uh, everything we have to discuss today. Uh, a couple things. First of all, number one, obviously, uh, the breaking news over the weekend about the new filing in uh, by, uh, by John Durham in the whole Clinton-Russia thing. I mean, the allegations here are crazy. Uh, Russia poised to invade Ukraine. We keep hearing about that, but it could be uh, any minute now. Russia could invade Ukraine. So what does Putin think of all the sanctions and, and will they stop him? And do, do the American people care? And should Congress get a declaration of war going? That's uh, something to discuss right there. Um, also, too, how Spotify is reacting to all the criticism it got about Joe Rogan. They're going to pay a lot of money, I'll tell you how much, uh, towards content from historically marginalized groups after the criticism of Joe Rogan's podcast. If you did watch the Super Bowl last night, and I assume you did, you saw a lot of commercials. One of those commercials was by a candidate running for United States Senate from Pennsylvania. He's been on the show, Dave McCormick. He spent a lot of money on an ad that had a Let's Go Brandon chant in it, highlighting all of uh, Biden's failures. That was, a, that was a big deal in the Super Bowl, obviously, for a candidate running in a statewide race to have a big ad like that on a national platform. Uh, which he did, but you know, it's this is becoming an incredibly, incredibly expensive Senate race. I even have some numbers for you right there. And of course, yes, the Rams beat the Bengals twenty-three twenty last night. Kind of a stunner of a uh, of an ending. Um, good game though, I thought overall, and I thought the halftime show was stupid, but only because it just I just kept thinking about all these these old rappers up there who have said so many offensive things, and none of them were canceled. It was amazing to me. None of them were canceled. Yeah, they were all up there, but. Uh, but no Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan was not there. Also, a lot of celebrities without masks on. And what was the deal? Is that stadium, that's an open-air stadium, right? No, Is that the deal? No, there's a, uh, there's a, like a dome on it. But, I mean, oh, so it was closed. So it was all inside last I night? I believe it was all inside, yes. So then everybody who had a mask off was violating L.A. protocol? Theoretically, yes. The- theoretically yeah. or well no i yes, i would yes. yes i assume yes maybe yes. they identified as being outside but was it outside or was it no, not outside no it's a dome 
Technically it, not. But they didn't open the dome. No. A nice starry night in L.A., they didn't open the dome? No. So then all these people there, how long did Eric Garcetti hold his breath for? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's a, I see, I see clouds, I see sky. I think part of it is outdoors, I think. I'm looking at some of the pictures. I think some of it's outdoors. I just want to know because if it's out, if they're in the outdoor portion of it, then fine, they can have the masks off. If they're indoors, though, they have to have the masks on. That's the rule. That's the Garcetti's rule. That's the rule that they have at the stadium. So it seemed like a lot of these people were inside in suites and booths. Now, does that count as indoors or outdoors? Is the question. Well, it I don't know. Indoors, if they're in a suite, right? I don't know. Is that indoors? I, it, but what if the windows are open? Then it's outdoors. Okay, then it's outdoors. All right. Did you like the halftime show? Are you asking me or are you asking Dawn? Uh, either one. Okay. Both. Uh, I did not, but I didn't like it for the same reason you didn't like it. I didn't like it because it was a – to me, those those artists symbolize something to me. They symbolize rebellion. They symbolize – um you know, kind of throwing a finger to the man. That's kind of why I always liked rock music and hip-hop and punk, uh, because they were anti-establishment. And to hear them completely edit their songs, I know they have to for TV, but to play such a corporate event and to have them edit their songs and, you know, just kind of go along to get along, I just, I, I just, it kind of disgusted me a little bit. Dawn, what did you think? I still think um, Springsteen's, Oh, halftime God. show, but he, uh, but Springsteen <laughs> wasn't there. Last no, night. I don't know. I mean, all these guys, I, I've liked <laughs> Eminem because Jonathan, my stepson, loved him back in the day. Like I, yeah. I like, like Stalker says, I like all these guys. I love Mary J. Blige, but I don't know. It just was like for me, it was just meh. It was okay. It was just okay. Nothing. How about Eminem's uh, brave kneeling? I mean, yeah. that was. I mean, that kind of courage in 2022 is it's amazing in America. He's now going to be, what, sent to uh, a camp, I believe, right? And uh, we'll never see him again? I mean, that's just bra- that's bravery. Well, they were there was a big debate, you know, whether they were going to do it or not. Like, Dr. Dre wanted to keep lines in. The NFL didn't want him to keep lines in. Um, and then the whole kneeling thing with Eminem, I was just like, like you know, it's it's fine. Like, make a, make a stance, whatever you want. But, like, it was like a Disney show. That's what I mean. Like, it just, like, you're going <laughs> to... The kneeling was just the, the icing on the cake, I think, at you, that point. You're literally going to bow and kowtow to every demand they have by taking this line out and that line out and this line out and that line out, but yet you're going to kneel? Like, I don't know. It's just I like... I think the NFL loved the kneeling. Yeah, I think they I think were excited Because it wasn't... Because remember, it wasn't during the national anthem. Right. It was just a kneel. It was just a kneel. He could have been kneeling to Zod. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> But bow come on. before Zod now, <laughs> finally, son like, of Jorel. Maybe, maybe that's what he was kneeling. You know what I'm saying? Like we're just because no, because the controversy is always the kneeling during the national yes. anthem, well which said. is offensive to many people. Obviously, mm-hmm. this was just a kneel in the middle of his own song, right? Yes. I mean, he's kind of getting up there in years. Maybe his hips hurt. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like Eminem. Like, you know what's funny you know? is is that he. So he did his song, and then Dre and Snoop did their song, and I saw him kneel. And I, my my first reaction was was that he was kneeling to the goat in his mind, who's Dr. Dre. Like you know what I mean? Like like you yeah, know, bow before Dre. Yes, exactly. Or maybe it's like you know, oh my my back. Let me just kneel for a minute here. I need to 
You got to break. Oh, somebody help me up. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> uh, not. I didn't even notice. Not online. that young Detroit whippersnapper anymore. Hey, Dre, give me a hand here, will you? I'm going to think I kneeled, but the uh, truth is, got to get a hip replacement next week. <laughs> I didn't even yeah. notice. Yeah, like I didn't even know that's why he was kneeling until I saw it, like page six or something posted it online. I was like, oh, okay. You know, I didn't even realize that was that. Bow before Zod, <laughs> son of Jorel. Uh, that was, yeah, that was the big controversy of the night. But again, it's not controversial. You're not doing it in the national anthem. So, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, it's just a knee. I don't know. I guess, I guess taking a knee there is not really. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's just, you took a knee. Uh, yeah. right. That was boring. That was boring. That was supposed to be the big controversy. But again, we're talking about it, so I yeah. guess there's that. Uh, and then, uh, and then, of course, now, did you like any of the ads last night? The Larry David one was the best, I think, for the, that um, FTX or whatever that uh, cryptocurrency thing was. Boy, the cryptocurrency ads are everywhere yeah. now, huh? Yeah. Man, Coin, everywhere. Coinbase spends $7 million to put a barcode up on the screen. <laughs> But, you know, I, I do think it is funny that uh, that the Larry David Ed was was hysterical and he doesn't understand crypto any more than we do, which exactly. is good. You know, exactly. that's why it worked. Yes. What do you think, Dawn? Do you like any of the ads? Did you have a favorite? Yeah, I did. I mean, I loved. I thought the one there were a lot of electric car ads, the EV ads. So Arnold Schwarzenegger, but that one was, you know, where he where and Salma Hayek and their Greek gods. Yeah. So that was pretty. That was pretty funny. I like the one with Ashton Kutcher's girls. That's the one I liked best. Yeah. yeah. Mila Kunis and Demi Moore in the ad together. I thought that was funny. That was good. Yeah. But I'd seen that one before. A lot of these, you know, the thing about these, the Super Bowl ads now is a lot of them are released before the Super Bowl. I know. So you can actually watch them online. You can see them. You can share yep. them. You can look, comment on them. It's not as if you watch them during the game. You go, oh, my God, I've never seen this before. Yep. Most of them you've already seen. But What did you think of the Sopranos ad? Uh, I must Loved have missed it. that one. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, I, must have, I must have been getting more of my uh, famous crab dip at the moment. <laughs> it's very possible. Yeah, it was Meadows, uh, Jamie, whatever her name is, Meadow Soprano. Yeah. She's driving the same route that um, oh, really? James got. Right, I will watch it during the break. Woke then. up this morning. That. Yeah. All right, 855-839-1210 is the number if you want to weigh in on the show today. Obviously, the big news over the weekend about uh, the filing in the Hillary Clinton, Russia, Trump whole thing. There's a lot to this. There's a lot of elements to this because there's the spying on the campaign aspect, but then there's the spying on the executive office of the president. Um, there, there's major federal crimes that have been alleged here in this filing, including, of course, uh, wire transfer, uh, government fraud, fraud to the government. Uh, I mean, it's the whole thing is is very, very bad. What happens? Where does it go? I'll give you all the details of that and what Republican members of Congress are saying, like Mike Turner from Ohio, who said, uh, if they take back the majority, they're, they're going to have hearings on this. Whether the Justice Department acts on Dorham's recommendations or not, they're going to do something on it to get to the bottom of this. But the question, of course, is he's re- there's already been several indictments. Will there be more? Will Hillary Clinton herself get indicted? There's just so many questions around this, so I'll give you a lot of details on that. But obviously that was some major news yesterday uh, when it came out on, on Sunday and just in the middle of the of the morning the, the news broke. Or actually, it kind of broke Saturday night, but I think most people woke up to it on Sunday and then uh, obviously heard a lot of the coverage of it, not on 
a lot of the mainstream news channels, but in Fox News, for example. So I'll give you that, obviously, and we'll talk about that, no doubt. It's huge. It's very, very big because the kind of crimes that they're talking about, I mean, you know, the spying on the campaign is one thing. I kind of, I kind of like shrug it bad only in the sense of, I mean, it's bad, but, you know, campaigns do it to each other. I'm not surprised. But spying on the, on the White House, it's great. That's crazy to think that somebody could do that. I mean, to spy on the White House. Think about that for just think about that. And think about how a campaign could do that and then the kind of help they might have needed from inside the government to do it. Uh, it's very troubling. I, I mean, I, I don't think this is something that you can just say as a Republican or conservative or libertarian, it's troubling. Everybody should be troubled by that. You're spying on the on the White House? You're creating a server that, to pretend like they're talking to Russia? I mean, this is the major federal crimes here that we're talking about. It's very, very bad. But we'll see if anything happens. You know me, I'm a little cynical on all this stuff that the people at the top ever get punished. But maybe this will be the change that uh, is finally needed in this. We'll find out. Uh, 855-839-1210 is the number if you want to weigh in today and all of the uh, big stories of the day. And we got a lot of them for you. And my friends at Emmons Roofing and Siding would love to meet you, would love to see you, would love to work on your home. This is the company I trust. Uh, they did my roof. I got a 50-year guarantee on that roof. And so will you if you choose Emmons for your roof. They use the Owens Corning shingle. It's the best in the business. They work is top-notch, and they, they finish on time. I had friends recently, uh, not too far from me, they got their roof done by Emmons. It's a pretty big house, and they did it in one day, and they said they were so impressed by the professionalism. Everybody on the job was top-notch, just great people. And right now, you can also get $100 off new doors and windows at Emmons, too, just by going to Emmons Roofing. Dot com emmonsroofing.com remember it's the name i trust not only did they do my roof they also did my windows and my doors as well uh and so i'm very very happy about that i really am so go see them today uh just go to emmonsroofing.com i tell you all the time it's all about trust right in this world and the, and the kind of thing we're talking about here we're talking about some of these contractors they don't even show up they'll take your deposit and they'll ditch you but with all this rain with winter with snow with ice and weeks of winter still to come. If you're in Pennsylvania, Delaware, New Jersey, or the Jersey Shore, 856-885-6677, 856-885-6677, or emmonsroofing.com. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. You asked for it. 
Monday morning. It is uh, Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. It's also the day after the Super Bowl. Thanks for being here. And some huge, huge news around the Clinton campaign, the Trump campaign, the spying that's being alleged here. Major federal crimes uh, infiltrating servers in the White House. I mean, it's the kind of thing you'd, you'd read about in a story. You go, this can't possibly be real, can it? Um, I also have the list of where Americans are, are moving to. You know, there was this, uh, over the weekend, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez was annoying everybody in Texas when she was out there going, it is inevitable, inevitable, inevitable that Texas will turn blue, all right? And she said inevitable like 15 times. And each time was more annoying than the other time she said it. Inevitable. Anyway, um, it, she may be right, by the way. I hate to say that, but it's the truth. What, you, what we're watching here is people are leaving blue states for a variety of reasons. Maybe you're leaving New Jersey. You might be one of them. There's a story from TheHill.com, and the title of the story is Americans are leaving New Jersey and heading to South Carolina, Florida, and Vermont. So people are getting out and they're going. And now, the, but the question, though, is when they get there, they're going to turn around and go, you know, there's way too much freedom here. I, they, they don't boss me around. They don't, they don't tell me what to do. I'm not comfortable with this. So let me try to infiltrate the politics and elect people who will boss me around and tax me to death and everything else. That's the question. Well, they'll go to Florida, for example, where they get turn around and go, hey, you know, what is this no income tax thing? We need an income tax here. I want to start paying more money or. You know, they're going to go to South Carolina and go, what? No mask mandates. What? What is this? I, I have to choose for myself if I want to put a mask on before I go into a store. This is crazy. So that's the question is, will they will they bring their blue politics with them and change the places that they go? And the problem is we've seen that happen in many cases. You know, I was talking, if you remember a couple weeks ago, I interviewed, uh, we were talking about the show Yellowstone. And I was talking to this this guy from Bozeman, Montana, and he said, you know, the problem is that Bozeman, Montana is now like Bos Angeles, they call it, because you get so many people from L.A. moving there, and they tend to bring their politics with them. The reason why Texas could go blue one day, it's not because of the people who are there now and they're changing values going towards the left. It's that the people that are there now in some of the cities are already left. They've come from different places. They've infiltrated Dallas and Houston. Austin, which is a very, very liberal city, and more are on the way. You know, more people are going to come. They're going to they're going to leave New York and New Jersey for the reasons that they they don't like it, and they're going to go and they're going to wind up flipping those states. Now, Texas is not on the top ten of states that people are going to. The top inbound states of 2021, actually, Vermont is number one, and that sounds kind of crazy for a couple of reasons. Number one, you'd probably immediately think of Bernie Sanders. But they do have a Republican governor in Vermont. Uh, people in Vermont, it's it's outside of the city of, of Burlington, Vermont. It's very different than what you might think of being a state that would send Bernie Sanders to the U.S. Senate. Um, and so, and people love it. Now, I couldn't deal with the weather in Vermont. There's no way I could deal with the winters. But people love it. They swear by it. I have friends who move there. They love it. They 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 absolutely do. And they're very happy there. And a lot of people, do. South South Dakota, again, freedom. It's open spaces and it goes on forever. And people love that. Uh, I got a great governor there who gives people freedom and lets people live their lives. South Carolina, Myrtle Beach, people are going there. West Virginia, Florida, number five. It's almost amazing Florida is not higher on the list. But again, Florida, the tax rate and the weather. But a lot of people don't like the humidity. That's, I think, probably the, what, what works against Florida is that sense. Some people just don't like the summers there. It's too humid, they say. Now, 
I know people that live in Naples and listen to the show, and they'll tell you that no, because you always get that nice breeze off the water. It's if you go know, if you live inland, then you're going to have that humidity to deal with and everything like that. The top outbound states for 2021, you guessed it, number one, New Jersey, number one, the state that most people are fleeing in the biggest numbers is the state of New Jersey, and they're getting the hell out of there. No, I think they're getting out of there for a lot of reasons. Obviously, the taxes, but I, you know, I was talking to some people last night watching the Super Bowl. And they said the same thing. I hate New Jersey. Every, it, it, the problem is right now, and New Jerseyans in general have kind of a love-hate relationship with the state, and they always have. But under this guy, this King Phil Murphy, it's gotten worse. It really has because it, 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 the frustrating feeling of not being in control of anything anymore is a big reason. And people are said, I'm out. So it, new, now think about this now. The top, the top 10 states... They're all Republican governors. Vermont, South Dakota, South Carolina, West Virginia, Florida, Alabama, Tennessee, Oregon, uh, Oregon, the exception of Oregon, Idaho, and Rhode Island. All right. So you've got mostly Republican, eight out of 10 are Republican governors, not states, but governors. Uh, Top outbound states for 2021, New Jersey, Illinois, New York, Connecticut, California, Michigan, Massachusetts, Louisiana, and then Ohio and Nebraska. So the top eight, they're all with Democrat governors. I mean, there is a difference in terms of blue states and red states and and why people are leaving. And I think freedom is a big part of it. And I think COVID has opened people's eyes up to that. But the question is, when they move, are they going to bring their politics there? Are they going to bring their politics, turn around and go, I, what, what, no lockdown? I want a lockdown. What do you mean it's freedom? I, why, why is it so? Why is it so affordable to live here? This stinks. I want it to be like California, where I can't. Why are the? Why aren't people looting and stealing and shoplifting more? I want that. We should have more of that here. This. I want to feel like I'm home because that's what happens. People tend to bring their culture with them to new places. So will they do that? I want this. This needs to be much more like California here. What's going on here? Somebody go in and rob a steal a TV and. Bring it out here. Come and carjack somebody. Uh, 855-839-1210. Now listen, NJ Dom, I'm going to give you more details on the Durham report. Obviously, the breaking news on that from yesterday. Uh, but I want to tell you about NJ Diet because this is the time. Right now, we're almost to spring. 40 days from now, you could be 40 pounds lighter. Imagine that. If in 40 days, it's spring and the weather's beautiful and you're taking off the, your, all the heavy clothes and people are going like, whoa, look at you. You feel And you feel good. You feel great. That's what NJ Diet can deliver for you because it's what NJ Diet does. And it's all natural. No shots. No hormones, no surgery, none of that awful prepackaged food. That stuff is disgusting. You don't have to worry about that with NJ Diet. What they do, it's so different, and why it works is that NJ Diet is tailored to your biochemistry. Your biochemistry is different than everybody else's, so they tailor it to you specifically. And then they guarantee weight loss, and they guarantee you're going to keep it off. It's great. It really is. NJ Diet utilizes DNA testing to create your ideal diet plan and workout regimen to help you keep it off. And if you're not sure if you can do it alone, NJ Diet's with you every step of the way. You're going to be fully monitored. They're there for you anytime you need them. And you're going to be burning fat, not just losing water weight, okay? You're going to get the doctor's personal email, the doctor's personal phone number. NJ Diet is committed to your success. 855-5-NJ-DIET, 855-5-NJ-DIET or njdiet.com. Dom time is at a new time. Weekdays until 3. Dom to your On Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Some people call me the space cowboy. The Rich Cioli Show. Yeah. Some call me the gangster of love. Some people call me Maurice. Because <laughs> I speak. 
pompatus of love. I did watch that Sopranos ad. That was good. That was very good, actually. I got a little chill bumps at the end. Even though it was for an electric car? Eh, it's all right. I mean, it's, uh, you know, they got to sell their stuff. But I, I love the ending. Yeah. That was great when she came over and gave AJ a hug. Yep. That yeah. was nice. You could see it in her face how choked up she was. She said that um, it was exciting. Robert and I, he played AJ, are still close friends, Robert Eiler. Uh, she said, what we experienced together was very unique. The Sopranos was a once-in-a-lifetime thing in many ways. It was 10 years of our lives, and we were kids, and we grew up on that show, and so this just takes you right back. We haven't, we said, she, she said, we couldn't have asked for a cooler experience. And obviously, she's stepping in to the place that James Gandolfini would have, I mean, he was, that was the open, right? Yep. I mean, him driving. Yep. Although, I don't think he ever used Easy Pass. If I, if I remember, I don't remember. No, because I think yeah. he, he always got the ticket. I, I didn't think he? I think you're right. I In think the opening, you're right. yeah, because yeah, think about when that started. Ninety nine. I don't know how. You know, obviously, Easy Pass was around, but I don't think a lot of people had it. I also don't know if he'd want to be tracked by Easy Pass. Uh, that's a would good Jay, point. Would that's the thing? Would Tony Soprano use yeah. Easy Pass? No. Remember, if Sonny Corleone had an Easy Pass, he'd be alive today. <laughs> but would would James Gandolfini? You know, yeah. Maybe that's why you would use Easy Pass because. You yeah. don't want to have the sunny situation. Well, yeah. Well, you're waiting to the toll booth, and then you know you're whacked. So, yeah, I, I, um, yeah, I don't think James Gandolfini would have used Easy Pass. No, I don't. Tony Soprano yeah. probably would not have. Right? She says, whenever we do anything with Sopranos, your first thought is always Jim. She says he was particularly Robert and I's biggest supporters and biggest fans. So there were many mentions of him. She said his presence was very much felt throughout all of it. Of course, because anything we ever do having to do with Sopranos, he's there. And just the thought of that opening sequence with him, it's so iconic. He always drove that Chevy Suburban everywhere. It's how we close our eyes and picture Tony Soprano. So she said it was a really amazing moment being able to revisit her role as Meadow. She said even getting direction from creator David Chase and seeing our old camera operators that we had worked with throughout the seasons, it was this eerie thing where Robert and I both said we could hop back into playing these characters in a heartbeat. It was yeah. really cool to get a moment to experience that. I mean, they did a great job of, of recreating the entire opening of The Sopranos. Sure. Unbelie I mean, they did an excellent job with that. And it's like the way it ended, too, was cool with, like, you know, the next generation of vehicles or whatever you know right the tagline yeah. was at the end kind of like this is you know this is what we do now but um she yeah. said the sopranos was off the air for 15 years and we'll always think there's one last thing we're going to do together and then it'll probably be it and there's just something that always brings us together and i think it's a testament to the show and the fans it all just feels really timely and really special i guess the question is should there be a reunion show could they do a reunion show and would aj would he be would, would aj have taken his father's mantle I mean, if he saw his dad get whacked, no, right? Or maybe maybe that would push him over the edge, right? right. Or maybe Meadow takes over. Maybe Meadow takes over. That's yeah, the yeah. that's the, 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 the plot twist right there, right? Yeah, Met, she definitely would be the one to take over, not him. Yeah, yeah that she, would be great. I mean, wouldn't that be great yeah. if Meadow Soprano became the new head of the family? Because um, she watches her dad get whacked while he's eating onion rings? I'm sure they've teased that idea. You know what I mean? Um, Maybe this is the way to oh, get her the, yeah. back in. Yeah, I would look. I'd love as I'd love a Sopranos spinoff. Why not? I mean, what the hell? There's 550 shows on TV right now. Give me one more thing to watch. I'm all right with it. Yeah. I'm okay with it. Yeah, I don't mind it. But you were nonplussed by the Many Saints of Newark, right? I didn't. I didn't watch it. I heard so many bad things about it, so it's still on my list. I haven't. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. So you know, I mean, at some point I will, but. 
I just I just finished 1883. I, I, I binge watched the whole season. It was unbelievable. I loved it. And now, because I'm crazy, I'm watching Station Eleven. What is that? Who does this, right? So Station Eleven is about let's <laughs> talk about timing, right? They filmed this show in 2019, and it takes place in 2020 when the flu has mutated and killed what just is, about everybody is, in the world. What is wrong with you? I know. I know. And and talk about bad timing. They couldn't air it in 2020 because because COVID. I mean, they make this show about this this new f- flu that kills everybody and wipes out humanity basically. And then they're about to air it in March of 2020 and then HBO goes, "You know what? We're going to might want to hang on to this one and put this in the old vault for a minute here because we don't think it's going to do very well in the middle of COVID. So, uh, so then now the show's out and it's uh, so far good. I'm on the third episode. I like it, but I didn't think I was going to love a show about a a, a super virus wiping out humanity. But then again, now that COVID's kind of like, Hey, like everybody's living with it and dealing with it. I, I think we're ready to watch it now. Now, if there's a variant of COVID that does kill everybody, like it does on this show, that's going to be something. Cause then I'll be like, ah, this is a little too close to reality right now. Oh boy. I love apocalyptic shows though. I do. I can tell. I can tell. You spent a Station lot of time 11. watching them. Yeah. I know. I do. I mean, I love that Yellow Jacket show. It's very depressing. I think if I the more depressing a show is, the more I feel like, you know, yeah. life's pretty good. I can I can handle this. So <laughs> That's your that's your justification <laughs> for watching it? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, it's not that bad. Okay. Life's not that bad. I mean, you know. Anyway, uh eight five five eight three nine twelve ten. That was a good ad though. I like that. And and I and and I you know, I'm not big on spin offs, but I think a new Generation of Sopranos, bring the Sopranos back. I heard they might do something because many Saints of Newark flops, so I think they might do something. It's what I heard. Hmm. So interesting. Uh, several celebrities spotted without masks at the Super Bowl despite the mandate. There was a bunch of people there, including, of course, the mayor of uh, L.A., Eric Garcetti, who held his breath for, I believe, four hours and 32 minutes. <laughs> I'm not mistaken. Uh, (laughs) Now, schools in California, which is where the Super Bowl was played last night, schools in California will continue to require masks regardless of vaccination status. Uh, That's a damn shame, obviously, because kids need to be uh, free from the mask mandates. If parents want to put them in masks, then go for it. You know what I mean? Then do it. But, but, you know, you don't don't force the kids. Don't force it on the kids. It seems like a lot of schools now are going to get rid of the mask mandate now that these governors have reversed their positions on this. There's a great uh, comment that was made by former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie about the current New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy and why he reversed his position on masks. We'll share that with you, of course, when we do our um, our audio segment of the program. The um, John Durham filing, it's its pretty amazing what they're alleging here. Now think about it from this perspective, right? They were so hell-bent on saying that Donald Trump was a Russian asset, a pawn, Putin's lackey, whatever, a spy, that what they did was they, according to the allegation by the government, they created servers that would look like the Trump campaign was communicating with Russia. And then they did the same thing while he was in the White House. And then they essentially now hacked into the executive office of the president, created fake servers there, and and set it up that the president of the United States of America was communicating with Russia. This this has so many problems here. Particularly now, it's also they they defrauded the government because this was done vis-a-vis the campaign and also a tech company that was hired by the government. And so then the government was defrauded. There's major major federal crimes that are being alleged here catherine herridge who 
uh, is with uh, now CBS News. She used to be at Fox News. She's done a fantastic job of breaking this down. And she said, the new filing in Durham's report here, tech executive one and his associates exploited the arrangement that they had with the government by mining the executive office of the president, the DNS traffic and other data for the purpose of gathering derogatory information about Donald Trump. That's uh, insane that, that, that they would do this. I mean, it really is. Um, now, Sussman, who testified in front of Congress, knowingly and intentionally misleading, defendant build work to the Clinton campaign, deceptive statements to the media. Durham appears to further lay the foundation for more charges and broader conspiracy. Obviously, a conspiracy is when you've got two or more people who are engaged in this. I don't mean this is in the sense of like the Kennedy conspiracy. I mean, a conspiracy to defraud the government, a conspiracy to violate all kinds of, you know, whenever you start doing computers and whenever you start going into other people's computers, there are major federal crimes that we're discussing here. Now, now add that up a notch and go, this isn't just a private dude anymore. Now it's the president of the United States of America. And you've got a real problem. And so the other, the other question then is how far do these charges go? And what does this mean? Now, Michael Sussman is a defendant, and John Durham, who's the special counsel, they, they, they move the court to inquire into potential conflicts of interest arising from the representation of the defendant, Sussman, by his current counsel, Latham and Watkins, LLP. The government has discussed these matters with the defense and believes that any potential conflicts likely could be addressed with a knowing and voluntary waiver by the defendant upon consultation with conflict-free counsel is appropriate. The government believes that any waiver should be put on the record prior to trial. As set forth in, the, in further detail below, it is possible that conflicts of interest could arise from the fact that Latham, the, the attorneys, and or its employees previously represented others in the special counsel's investigation whose interests may conflict with those of the defendant. And w- when you go on into the events that they're discussing here, and this is all the potential spying and hacking and everything else, it's, it's, a, it's a real problem for this law firm the defendant's billing records reflected the defendant repeatedly billed the Clinton campaign for his work on the Russian Bank One allegations. In compiling and disseminating these allegations, the defendant and Tech Executive One also had met and communicated with another law partner at Law Firm One, who was then serving as general counsel of the Clinton campaign. And basically, if you think about it now, they had these cyber researchers who were in there, and a lot of the and some of these cyber researchers were actually being paid by the government. And then they were going in there to, and I'll quote from Durham's filing here, researchers at a U.S.-based university who were receiving and analyzing large amounts of Internet data in connection with a pending federal government cybersecurity research contract. The tech executive one from the Clinton campaign asked these these researchers to mine Internet data to establish an inference and narrative tying then-candidate Trump to Russia. In doing so... They indicated that they were seeking to please certain VIPs referring to individuals at the law firm in the Clinton campaign. The government's evidence at trial will also establish that among the Internet data, they were also exploiting the domain name system, Internet traffic pertaining to a particular healthcare provider, uh, Trump Tower, Donald Trump's Central Park West apartment building, and the executive office of the President of the United States of America. They had come to access and maintain dedicated servers for the executive office of the president as part of a sensitive arrangement whereby it provided domain name services, the domain name system. That's basically the all the numbers of the various sites and you know, all of these DNS numbers 
Uh, and they exploited the arrangement by doing this through universities that were funded by the government on government cybersecurity grants. And this was all for the purpose of, as Doran puts in his, in his filing with the court, the purpose of gathering derogatory information about Donald Trump. And, and it goes on a lot of things of what the allegations of the, that the defendants were trying to prove. That, that essentially now that Trump had been doing stuff with Russia and blah, blah, blah. Now, the other problem with this, too, is that there may be a government agency that's involved in helping to aid the Clinton campaign in this pursuit. You know, Trump has been saying for a long time that his campaign was spied on. Well, now John Durham's saying the same thing in this filing to the court. You know, this is not a, a New York Post article. This isn't a Breitbart or like a zero hedge allegation. I mean, this is a filing in federal court by the special counsel, John Durham, alleging major federal crimes have been committed against these by these defendants. And this is no joke, because remember something, if Durham was making this up, he'd go to prison. You know, if somebody writes something in the newspaper and says, well, I think that these people were, were spying on the executive office of the president to try to create a narrative that he was Russian and blah, 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 and it turned out to be knowingly false, you might be able to sue them, but most likely it would just be kind of one of those things, ah, conspiracy theory, you know what I mean? You'd have everybody on Twitter, all the blue check marks would be running out there going, this is conspiracy, misinformation, disinformation. If a government appointed, remember, John Durham is appointed by the Biden administration because the Biden administration continued him as special counsel. They could have fired him, they did not. So now at this point, technically speaking, John Durham is part of the Biden administration, all right? He's part of the executive branch of government vis-a-vis the Justice Department in his capacity as special counsel. So you have the government of the United States of America in a court filing in federal court alleging these very substantial federal crimes of spying on a, on a, on a private citizen and also the president of the United States of America using wire fraud, using phone fraud, internet fraud. I mean, it goes on and on. This is some serious stuff here. This is the kind of thing that the blue check marks on Twitter can't can't scream conspiracy at, because if John Durham was making this up, John Durham would be in, would go to federal prison, loses law license. Every every attorney in John Durham's office who worked on this filing with him would also go to federal prison and lose their law licenses. This is some serious stuff here, and unfortunately, once again, the coverage is going to be limited to. Fox News, conservative outlets, I don't know why. It should be national news. It should be, I mean, it's, it's very, very troubling, to say the least, that we could spy on the president of the United States of America. How the hell does that happen? The defendant further claimed that these lookups demonstrated that Trump and his associates were using supposedly rare Russian-made wireless phones in the vicinity of the White House and other locations. They made all this up. They made all of this up to try to try to prove that the, the sitting president, you mean you talk about like rallying around the president, whether you like him or not, these people were trying to make the world think that our president sitting in the Oval Office was doing the bidding of Russia in the White House. These people worked to try to prove it. Think of how dangerous that is to our country. All right, 855-839-1210. Listen, Cooper University Healthcare is South Jersey's leading academic health system for a reason. They are the health system that the Zioli family trusts, and we do very, very much. From pediatric care to primary care and everything in between, including 
Cancer Care with the MD Anderson Cancer Center at Cooper and the Neurological Institute at Cooper, where they are doing some amazing groundbreaking stuff when it comes to the mind and the brain and reversing, I mean, stroke, dementia, Alzheimer's, just truly remarkable. You can get an appointment by calling 1-800-8-COOPER or just visit them online and you'll see that Cooper Health is truly South Jersey's leading academic health system for a reason. And I trust Cooper and you should trust Cooper as well. Cooper University Healthcare System because Cooper is committed, compassionate, complete. From media to Voorhees, Rizzioli is on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. I mean, I thought, hey, Monday after the Super Bowl, Valentine's Day, it's going to be a slow show, slow day. And then, obviously, this filing happened yesterday, which changes the game for everything. Also, too, Russia is poised to invade Ukraine. It's a very dangerous situation, what we're talking about right now in the world. I mean, it's insane for from the Monday morning after Super Bowl Sunday to even have these heavy topics. But, hey, what are you going to do? Uh, will Vladimir Putin invade? I don't know. I, I think the real question, though, is you had Pelosi over the weekend going on with uh, George Stephanopoulos, and he was giving her all kinds of counsel and advice, as you can imagine. But what I can't understand is why Congress is not debating this. I mean, look, if Putin invades Ukraine today, it's not like he's invading New York City. We have time to discuss this. We can discuss the United States uh, strategy and response and what that response should be, if any. We can debate. The Congress can do what Article One of the United States Constitution requires of them and debate war. They can actually do this. Why are they not doing it? Putin doesn't give a damn about the sanctions, by the way. He doesn't. That's the big article that I read today, Daily Mail. Putin could give a damn about the sanctions. So if they believe that force is required here to stop him, then that is something Congress needs to debate. This is not something that Joe Biden gets to decide all on his own. You know, the the War Powers Act is, is there. The legislative intent of the War Powers Act is that if the president of the United States needs to act short term. I mean, let's say, for example, tomorrow we found a bunch of, uh, I, I don't know, you know, Chinese warships outside of our of our country and they were about to attack. Yeah, I don't think there's time for Congress to debate it. The commander in chief has to do something, obviously, but that that's not what we're talking about here. We don't know if it's A, in America's strategic interest. We don't know if B, if war is the answer. We don't know. But according to the Constitution, Congress makes that decision. So make the decision. Have them debate it. And then pass a resolution of war or don't. In which case, then we do nothing. Or we do, or Congress can pass something, a, a, a sternly worded uh, letter, you know, to Putin. But it's their job to do something or nothing. But it's the point is it's in Congress's hands. The other question, too, is would this be really smart to do considering that China is poised to invade Taiwan? Should that be where the United States focus is? Should that be what we're worried about right now? I'll tell you about an op-ed that was written in the Wall Street Journal about this, too, by two defense thinkers who think that really the problem is is not Ukraine, it's Taiwan and China, and that's what we should be most concerned about, and that Ukraine is really just basically at this point a distraction from what the real threat is, and the real threat is China. So we'll have that conversation at 7 o'clock hour as well. Plus, wait till I tell you what some college kids, an assignment that some college kids had to work on, pretty crazy stuff. And what is this Valentine's Day we're celebrating with all this hearts and candy when it's about blood and beheadings? Huh? What? I'll tell you about that as well. Plus, I don't know about you, but it seems to me I'm very, very happy. Life is getting back to normal again. But will the white 
tail deer ruin it for all of us those filthy filthy rats with hooves will they change the game for everybody i'll tell you exactly what i mean by that seven busy busy seven o'clock hour don't go away talk radio 1210 wphd tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone news in order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. The clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device. Credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.